What is going on, Freedom Pact? I am your host, Joseph Newton. I am back, joined by my co-host, Lewis Fernielchik. Feels great to be back together rather than doing solos. <laughs> Lewis and I, we had a, a stint. We sort of did an experiment of taking topics on our own. The feedback which we've had has been immense. Lewis's mindfulness episode has had great reviews. Our second most listened to episode to date. I really do appreciate that, by the way. The, it's, I have also I've been humbled by the response. Yeah, just brilliant. And, you know, the, the response which I had my Q&A as well. So, just brilliant. Um, I want to give some information that has recently come to light. On the 22nd of November, Lewis and I and the Freedom Pact will be in Cardiff at the Business Expo. Look out for us for the Freedom Pact. And uh, we're hoping to get some, some interviews with some of the biggest names in business that we can. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. Today's episode is on the power of your inner circle. Now, this is something which I think that has almost been glamorized in the last few years. I think that this really come to light that you know, you are the product of the people which you associate with. I've realized this in my own life. I've realized that when I was associating with negativity, that the results in my life were also negative. And comparatively, when I associated with positivity, that my outputs were also positive. So this led me to think that is there really such a thing as a self-made person? If you look at the people which you most admire, the people which have done incredible things, did they get there on their own or was this a result of, you know, positive social uh, positive social influence? Was it a result of just, you know, the right nurture, the right people the right people around them which had you know impactful beliefs and also how much of an impact do things like mentors have you know these are all things which i've been pondering lately so lewis and i decided that we are going to do our research we have as always taken a scientific breakdown we've racked through the internet we've racked through journals through google scholar we have done our research and lewis i want to start by asking you is there such a thing as a self-made man? Well, long story short, the answer is no. In my opinion, I, I don't believe there is such a thing as a self-made man. And actually, I think that if you do, then that's probably down to pride, ego, arrogance, insecurity, or even ignorance in not letting you appreciate the contribution of others. I think... Something that both of us try to do is uh, take complete responsibility for our failures and shortcomings whilst taking, you know, as very little credit as we can for our, for our own successes. So personally for me, I think back over the last couple of years in my life and um, look at some of my biggest successes and I think that, you know, most of them have come from a 
collaborative effort of my inner circle i think to things such as the freedom pack this couldn't be a this couldn't be a reality without you know you and um a few people in in helping us get our way i think you know our first guest cameron parker was a big part of that um you know i think some of the individuals i reached out to in talking about podcast production is a big part of that too and then i think back to some of my school days and you think of those grades and you think of the you know the people who helped you along the way i know for each other we were big parts of that and i think the perfect way to sum up my feelings about this is something i read on forbes and that is that leadership isn't about self-serving behaviors it's about service beyond self it's not about you and when it becomes about you trouble is often not too far away and i think there are you know there's many fake examples of this um that you that you hear through you know mainstream media outlets promoting the myth of the self-made man through examples such as Richard Branson is always a big one and and I do think that's a very dangerous narrative to promote as it simply doesn't exist I don't think there is any one person who's a self-made man I think often some of the stories are people who have come off the streets but even when you think of that you think of all the people who have helped them along the way everyone who gave them a small bit of change everyone who helped who get lent a hand so I don't think there is such a thing and I think it's down to a matter of perspective at the end of the day you can either view yourself as part of you know a hierarchical world sitting at the top and you know banging your own drum and filling yourself with praise or you can view yourself you know, at the center of a large network of people, which is, I and I'm sure you can agree, is much more profitable and beneficial and enjoyable than, you know, going there alone, I think, as we found out in our in our last two podcast experiments. Yeah, I think that there's definitely credence in what you've said there. And I found a quote by George Matthew Adams, which I'm particularly fond of, And this quote says, There is no such thing as a self-made man. We are made up of thousands of others. Everybody who has ever done a kind deed for us, or spoken one word of encouragement to us, has entered into the makeup of our character and of our thoughts, as well as our success. So, I think that we go through life building not only on our own experiences but experiences and advice of others you know whether this was on purpose or accidentally we connect with people who change our views and opinions people that ignite our passions they impact our lives and they even shape our paths success in my opinion is a team sport no one person can ever possibly know everything or possess all of the skills necessary to to take your dream to where it wants to to where it needs to be to where it wants to go so this is why we partner with others whether this is an investor whether this is an an employee whether it's a mentor you know these people they contribute their skills their experiences Or they are vendors who provide the supplemental resources needed for the growth of a company or a person. Or spouses and family members who bring emotional support. 
friends who offer access to their networks to open up about new opportunities or or even customers that believe in the vision of your business those first thousand customers you know that that are there before the social proof that are there before your reputation all those things you know these people they they shape us um so everything in life in my opinion is built upon relationships there's no such thing as a self-made man and you know if anyone tells you that there is then they are not credit in the the work of others so in the book never eat alone keith farazi he says that wherever you are in life right now and whatever you know is a result of the ideas experiences and people that you have interacted with in your life whether in person through books and music email or culture there is no score to keep when abundance leads to even more abundance so make a decision from this day forward you will start making the contacts and accumulating the knowledge experiences and people to help you achieve your goals so now it's clear that the inner circle which you have obviously plays an enormous impact now let me ask you lewis how much of an impact does this circle have well i think it's, it's astronomical as as you already said there and i i was getting goosebumps when you were when you were saying those things and it is true that i think that you know not just in terms of success but it does shape every single part of you i mean you are you know the average you know you are the people you you associate with in certain ways and you you pick up elements from them and i can think back and there are countless examples of this you know i think back to when i first went to university and the course i chose um me and you me and you both know that the reason i chose that course was the influence and the impact that my history teacher had on me in school and shaped my interest really for that subject um i think that my work ethic and my determination was something that was only built upon when me and you first became friends if you look at my work output before that and after that it's drastically different um and i put that down to you and as i've said to you many times i i never take for granted the impact that our friendships had on my life and i think you know to other to other friendships um to relationships i mean my current relationship you know it makes me want to be a more creative person and it and inspires me in that aspect and you know i think that, i think as you said there's nothing in you know your success your your work ethic your even your taste in music and films and things like that they're all shaped by people and i think it's it's completely ignorant to um to deny that but yeah for me it's things such as work ethic attitude um and just you know in personal experiences it's just been it's been those things and and more very interesting and i love the quote by jim rohn when he said that you are the average of the five people that you most spend your time with and i think that when you realize this that it becomes not only important but it becomes pivotal that you pick a a social circle that 
that uplifts and inspires you um you know i think that i also had some difficulty defining what a good person actually meant and you know what are the benefits of surrounding yourself with these people so so i think that good people they they typically that you know they don't have to be saints they don't have to be people that are building houses in uruguay they don't have to be people that are feeding starving children they can just be happy positive inspiring people they can be friends they can be co-workers they can be acquaintances these are people that will inspire you they are people that provide you with motivation they will empower you to make the changes you need to succeed and cheer on your successes i think that i've noticed that in the workplace good people they tend to be i think there might be a correlation between good people and productive people just from what i've observed and i may be i may be way off with this people with more work experience may completely shut this down but that's just something which i've i've observed you know these people they're not easily distracted they they um you know they they stick to their schedules but yeah that's just a side note but anyway um i think that it's also important to say that a good person and an uplifting person doesn't necessarily mean similar to you and i think that having too much of the same thing can actually counteract you so if you are only around people that are like yourself then this then this will inhibit growth because you will stop striving and reaching for people above you and you'll just focus on being better than the people similar to you or you'll you'll dumb yourself down to match them so i think diversity and you know a balance between people that are inspiring you and then also just having genuinely good people in your life you know can can make such an enormous difference an eagerness to soak up knowledge and having different perspectives will help you with this so much i love what ty lopez says when he says show me who you're associating with show me who you're learning from and i'll show you how far you're going to go the people whom you spend the most time with you will become like then it's not a statement this is a fact you know who are you becoming what are you reading how are you acting on a daily basis what are you uttering to yourself and where are you heading with your life if you continue to surround yourself with your current friends ask yourself this take a step back evaluate your circle and ask yourself are these people growing you spiritually are they are they are they pushing you mentally are they helping you financially or are you surrounding yourself with people that have re- that have resigned themselves to a life of mediocrity you know these people around you they need to believe in you they make such an enormous difference you know this is your life so surround yourself with people who are serious about success who are serious about happiness 5 years from now if you are living like a slave if you are living a miserable life because you chose to waste your time with people who are not pursuing their dreams it will be your own fault so having broken down how much of a positive impact people can make let's flip this and ask 
how big of an impact can negative people make? Well, again, I think um, this is something we've we've covered before and brushed upon, and it's something that I, in the last two years, have have realised more so than ever. And one of the most dangerous things about surrounding yourself with negative people is that most of the time you don't even realise it until it's already happened to you. You know, we, we've talked about, you know, negative people before and that they, you know, they'll always have an excuse for something and that they're, they're always do, they'll do it tomorrow type of person. And, and you can get sucked into that mentality. And personally, for me, it's something that's happened to me in various points in my life. And I didn't notice it at the time. Um, the biggest example for me is my transition from high school to university, which I've spoken about before. I've given praise to to our uh, our friendship, Joe, and, and what that did for me academically and motivated me and, and gave me not only that, and an, another important thing for me in, with your inner circle is someone, people who provide you with confidence. And I think that, you know, a few years prior to going to university, I never would have been able to go, but it was that confidence from my inner circle that let me go. Now, fast forward to my time in university and I was surrounding myself with... Uh, I don't want to say bad people because I, I love these people but you know not highly motivated not driven not open to learning not innovative and I found myself quickly reverting back to old ways and losing you know what got me to the dance in the first place but yeah I th- you know I think I think it is in- inc- incredibly dangerous people have um, an excuse for not being able to cut these people out of their life and talking about you know how memories are more important than anything but you know 10 years from now you may have you know some some fun memories with these people but it's much more valuable to have you know long lasting effects and skills and positives you've taken away from relationships other than just a couple of memories of a few fun nights out which I think people often confuse when choosing their inner circle. But b- before we move on to the next topic, Joe, I know out of the both of us, I say you have you've had the biggest experience with these type of people. Um, so I I want to flip the question back on you a bit, you and and talk and talk about your experiences with negative people or just negative people in general. Um, I thought about this this question. I wanted to, and you know, and I could talk an entire podcast about it, but. You know, I don't want to talk about this question too much because we've done an entire podcast on this. So if you want to go and listen to it about my experiences, about how we've impacted each other's lives, then go back and listen to our podcast on how negative people are literally killing you. We had we had fantastic reviews on that episode. But I will flip this and I will say that I did some research and I, in my opinion, when it comes to, to, the, to the not only tangible effects but also you know the health effects the 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 effects which you know they don't show up immediately there's no better researcher in this area in my opinion than dr travis bradbury and he's made such astounding findings in this area and you know he's found that research has shown that even a small amount of negative brain activity leads to weaker immune systems it makes you more prone to illnesses and it and it promotes things like heart attacks and strokes so let me give you some facts of how negative people are affecting your life a hundred percent 
This is the chance that you will become more negative for each person which you let into your life. Whereas in contrast, there's less than half of this which you will gain from being surrounded by a positive person. Remember that we are survivalists. We have a negativity bias in our brains. We, we, are, we tend to view the world in a negative way because for thousands of years we did this so we can survive. So the more negative people you're around, the more your brain will be negative. 50% people who give in to worries and demands from negative relationships have a 50% increase in risk of dying early. 34% negative relationships boost heart disease by 34%. Poverty. Negativity is linked to poverty and reduced brain activity. Brain damage. Listening to a negative person for just 30 minutes peels away neurons in your hippocampus, the part of your brain that's responsible for problem solving. Reduced creativity. People who worked for a negative boss reported lower levels of creativity than they did when working for a positive boss. Depression and anxiety. Complaining about your problem increases your, resi- your risk of developing both clinical depression and anxiety. Low self-esteem. Listening or watching negative people interact lowers your self-esteem and makes you more neurotic. Poor performance. Engaging with negative people prior to performance tests rather than ignoring them decreases test scores. Increased pain. Negativity overrides effects of pain medication in surgery patients. Loss of sleep. Negativity increases the effects of poor sleep or pain. An early death. People who use negative emotional languages have higher rates of mortality. So I can't find, you know, any academic way of saying that negative people will ruin your life so you know cut them the hell out (laughs) (laughs) so now we know the impact that positive people can have and how much of a detriment that negative people can have let me ask you lewis what types of people should you try to surround yourself with that is something that can fluctuate and change depending on the individual's need now I think the sort of like hallmark answer for this would be, you know, highly driven, highly motivated, uh, eager to learn, open, open minded, things like that. But you've got to ask, you've got to think about your own personal situation. So I think for me originally, I I needed more confidence. Uh, I needed to be motivated personally. And another one is I needed to have my mind open to of new ideas and and people who wouldn't be afraid to challenge me on mine Um, and that was important to me so you need to think about what is important to you and what you want to become so there's a series of questions you're going to want to ask yourself to determine who are in your top five or you know you don't have to limit it to five but who are in your inner circle and you know these are questions such as how how do you feel around the uh, the people you currently spend time with um 
do these people have a positive impact on you in terms of your goals and your dreams uh, what are you learning in those relationships are you having conversations with these people and coming away having learned anything or your mind opened or how would you how would you love to feel around your top five now that was a big one for me and again if i'm reflecting on my personal situation i think that you know i was in in, in high school i was i the, i'd say my top five uh, i wanted to feel confident i wanted to feel important i wanted to feel respected and and equal but the reality was i was in a, a group of people who you know saw me as the type of person you know the the butt of all jokes or um just someone to sort of take the flack and, and and that was okay and you know it was all good and lad banter but at the time what i wanted was to be lifted rather than you know kept down so i was personally seeking relationships that were going to lift me up out of my shell because i used to be one of the shyest people you could never meet and the thought of me you know recording my voice and pointer out there for the world to hear was would be crazy at the time so personally it was it was to do with seeking people who would lift my confidence so i think it's important to you know ask yourself what do you want to feel and, and where do you want to go figure out the type of person you want to be and then try and find the people around you who can help you be that person and maybe who are that person already i thought about this question and i've broken it down into five different types of people that you should try to surround yourself with first is positive people you know i think that it just makes life so much better people with optimism people that make you feel good about yourself people who energize you the second is the go-getters the strivers the achievers you know people with dreams people that don't give up easily people that don't you know say i can't do this a lot then I think it's good to surround yourself with people that have overcome adversity. You know, courageous people, determined people, people that have been down and just bounced back. I love seeing these people and they really inspire me. Visionaries, dreamers, creators, visionaries. You know, they they don't react to life, life reacts to them. You know, these people, you know, the Steve Jobs, the Elon Musk type characters, you know, you'll meet very few people like this. You know, I, I, like whenever I meet these people, I try to like hold on to them for dear life. And then the last one, I think, you know, for, for life satisfaction, surround yourself with people with a sense of humor, people that can laugh at themselves, you know, because I, I think that, you know, life just gets, you know, mundane without these people. So they are the, they are the five types of people which I've categorized. Yeah, so they are the five types of people which I've categorized. Uh, if anybody has any others then please feel free email message us and let me know but i think that in in pretty much any way which you could think of i think that they probably will categorize into one of those five lists so so that's what i come up with so Lewis, now let me ask you right let's say that um someone is associating with negative people yeah what should they do to cut them off because this is a problem which i've had to deal with i've had to deal with this problem myself you know what do you think the procedure should be to do it okay so 
you know this is something we've, we've both had to do throughout our time and and I think the the, the hard thing is is to accept that it needs to be done um, you know I'm not saying that these people that you need to cut out are necessarily bad people and they you know they're people you should have there doesn't need to be any hard feelings um, at the end of the day it's a decision that you're gonna have to make for yourself and it's a brave decision you've got to decide if you know by casting these people out of your life that it's going to elevate it elevate your life because at the end of the day you can you're affecting you're in you're the pilot of your own life at the end of the day and your life is more important than those around you um and so is everyone's and each to their own so it is it is a very hard thing to do um but it's it's you don't have to make it personal so maybe if that involves having a having a sit down with these people and explaining maybe why you're going to be taking a step back from the relationship or explaining what you need out of the relationship is is there any way you could work on it but it is important to try and make them understand uh if they can't understand and they they think it's stupid then that gives that further reassures you that you're making the right choice and you just have to be brave and cut the cord at, at certain times. There's certain friendships in my life that I've had to distance myself from gradually, and there are a couple. There are a couple that I've just had to cut straight out. And it does, you know, it does hurt you at the time. It, it can make you feel like a bad person, but you should have absolutely no shame and feel you should not feel an ounce of regret about making a decision that's going to bring you further to your goals. Bring you further to happiness and uh, elevate your life so it like i said it is a very very hard thing to do but you need to realize when it is needed to be done and you have to always remember that it's nothing personal you know you don't have to feel bad towards these people no ill feelings it's just a decision you're making to make your life better than it is love it and i would say that i'm going to add to this by saying that your reason to get rid of them it must be and it must be a really powerful way to do it and that was what mine was that was how i did it and you need to make a strong decision to focus your life on something new you need to create a magnificent obsession for yourself you need to focus on a single purpose something that fully absorbs you and you need to fall in love with life again you need to rekindle the the life which these negative people have sucked have sucked from you you know i think that what is a key in this is that the only way you will be able to escape the negative people is by replacing them you know alcoholics they they don't quit alcoholism they they fill it up in some other way they replace it with a different habit but, but by a better habit because something else has to take that time up in the same way I think that when you replace these negative friends you need to have something positive and incredible something that makes you get out of bed in the morning um, you need to create a plan for your life that's so powerful that brings you so much happiness and success and when you do this it's going to attract other happy, other successful, other inspiring, other positive people into your life. It's the law of attraction. It's how it goes. So on this topic, all I'm going to say is the time 
to cut these negative friends, family members, relationships out of your life is now. Cut them loose. Create a plan for something better. Make a pact with yourself. Don't look back at what you're leaving behind. Look forward. Look at everything which can happen. Believe in yourself. Have a vision. And I promise you, the vision, the belief, all these things, they're going to pay off. And the possibilities are endless. There are so many opportunities out there for you. But freeing yourself of these negative people is the first starting point. Have that in place first. And then go out and pursue whatever it is that you want. So, for anyone else listening out there now that, that you know, they're like, okay, well, I want to get started. Could you give us some networking tips on how to do it? Because I think you are a bit of a networking expert. So Wow, what a title to be given. Uh, networking expert. I love it. Um, well, I think one of the big ones for me is that a lot of the time, uh, these people, they're not, you know, they're not too hard to find. Sometimes you don't have to go looking in brand new places. They could have been around you all the time and you, you may not have noticed these qualities about them uh, until just now. Um, you know, don't mean to don't need to don't mean to harp on about it as if you're the love of my life or anything. But as we've we've spoken about before, uh, I knew you for well, I knew of you for a good four or five years before we became friends and I didn't like you and you didn't like me. <laughs> um, but it wasn't until I, you know, I was we were in those years in school, those academic years and we were looking for people and. And yeah, I'll pass crossed eventually. So, you know, a lot of these times these people are out there. So just be mindful, you know, in, in your social situations, in school, in the workplace. Be mindful and start to look at people from a new perspective. Uh, in terms of networking, there's, you know, there's a million things. It depends where you are. I mean, university is a fantastic time. And especially in today's day and age in university, there's a society for everything. So you could probably find a society on you know on uh entrepreneurship or or business or or any of these things you're striving for you can always find like-minded people and just putting yourself in new social situations um can be a big one uh if you're able to do that i mean a lot of friends that built my confidence growing up i'd met by going to um music events and and trying to speak to people there obviously another another big one coming up for us in november um the welsh business expo um i'm sure you know there's going to be a lot of like-minded people that we would want in our inner circle there so we're going to be doing our best there to uh to network with people and speak to people so that's just another example there's you know there's other countless other you know we're living in the age of of social media and there's not more there's no more powerful of a tool to help you um than joining facebook groups and twitter communities and you know forums and and, and reaching out in that way the, the, there are always people out there there are millions of people out there who who are in the um in the same communities as you that you can find and that can progress you further so um yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at that. Is it, if Joe, would you want to take it from you? Yeah, brilliant. I love that. I'm going to give you guys one networking tip today, right? Whenever you're reaching out to someone who you feel is, you know, who is above you in whatever field there is which you want to get to, don't ask for their email. Ask for their number because 63% more texts get replied to than emails. Emails is about 20%. Text is about 83 to 85%. 
and combine this with a considerate mindset like Dale Carnegie talks about how to, win, how to win friends and influence people take a great interest in people and I promise you guys that you know if you keep doing this and working on yourself that it's pretty difficult not to build a positive inner circle this is going to wrap it up for this episode it feels good to be back we got some big episodes lined up and Joe, I just want to say, obviously, this is our first episode back together, and, and you took the lead on this one. You decided the topic. You've done the research, and I wanted to say that, um, you know, the, the content you've you've spoke of tonight has been it's been nothing short of uh, a fantastic, really good, really good research, and just well done, man. Thank you, brother. Freedom Pact. This concludes this episode. We will see you for the next one. Peace out.